name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've learned that running more and eating less does not work for weight loss and that there's a better way. Now I help runners like you to get leaner and get stronger so you can run faster and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there and welcome to episode 44 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners. I think we would all agree that running is hard. But for a lot of us, running can also be very stressful and very anxiety-inducing. I fell in love with running early on, but then something happened that made me almost want to break up with running for good. So in this episode, I'm talking about running simply for the love of running without any other hidden agendas. I believe we should all run because we love it. Because if you don't love it, what's the point? But first, if you like this podcast, then you have to come check out the Running Lean community on Facebook. This is a positive, energetic, fun group of runners that goes hand in hand with the podcast. And I have a big announcement. This weekend, I am doing something I've never done before. I am hosting a epic training event that you do not want to miss. It is this Sunday, October the, I'm sorry, November the 1st. And it's called Getting Lean, How to Transform Your Body into a Lean Fat-Burning Machine so you can run without bonking, lose weight without calorie counting, and develop the habits required to make it all last a lifetime. I'm basically sharing my six-part coaching framework for becoming a lean running machine. This is the exact framework that I use with my coaching clients. I'm pulling back the curtain. I'm sharing it all with you. Again, that is this Sunday, November the 1st. I can't believe it's November already. Sunday, November the 1st, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Just go to Facebook, type in Running Lean Community. You'll find us. You'll see the, uh, the, the event that I created for this uh, training that I'm going to be doing. Um, it's all free to join. Just come check us out. It'll be really, really cool. All right, let's talk about why I'm talking about this subject today. So today... Um, talking about one of the principles of the Running Lean Manifesto. So a few months back, I created the Running Lean Manifesto, which is a set of guiding principles. A manifesto is basically a set of values to live your life by. These principles that I laid out are my uh, guiding principles. They are my North Star. And I want them to become your North Star as well. I want them to become your guiding principles as well. A manifesto is a good way to uh, see where you are. It helps to give your life meaning and purpose. I believe that we should all have a manifesto to live by. The Running Lean Manifesto is this. Number one, eat real food. Number two, live vibrantly. Number three, thrive in your body. Number four, embrace discomfort. Number five, run because you love it. Number six, love yourself unconditionally. Number seven, think, feel, and act with purpose. And number eight, be an example of what's possible. So I've been sharing these the last few episodes, and I've got a few more here. I'm trying to take a little bit of a deep dive into each one of these principles. And um, 
my goal sharing this with you is that I, I hope you adopt these as your guiding principles as well. So the Running Lean community, this is a vibrant, growing community of passionate runners, and we share common goals. And this manifesto is really like our collective North Star. It's principles that can drive us forward together. It's a blueprint that we can all use to become the best versions of ourselves together. So today, I'm sharing the fifth principle from the Running Lean Manifesto, run because you love it. So I want to start by talking about why I first got into running. So some years ago, back in 2003, I was very overweight. I was sick. I was drinking too much. I actually was diagnosed with cancer. And this scared the crap out of me. I made this decision, though, and I obviously, you know, got better, <laughs> you know, I, I had surgeries and, and got through the cancer and all that stuff. But I made this commitment to myself that uh, I was going to try to be as healthy as possible. And uh, so I changed my diet, I stopped drinking. And, you know, really, the, the thing that really propelled me into being the healthiest person that I could be was running. And I, uh, the first thing I did with running is that I, I set a goal for myself and I wanted to run a local race here in Cincinnati, the Thanksgiving Day race. It's one of the oldest Thanksgiving Day races in the country. It's been going on for like 110 years or something like that. And it's a 10K, no big deal, right? But 6.2 miles running that far without stopping seemed impossible to me. But I was determined to, to make that happen. And so I started training. And I remember training in the fall, uh, about this time of the year. You know, it's uh, the fall here in Cincinnati right now. And we have these beautiful uh, uh, leaves that change colors on the trees. There's leaves on the ground. There's this crisp, clear air. It's cooler out. And it's just, it's a cool time to be outside running. And so this was like my, my first... Uh, uh, time out there being alone running and it just felt so good. I really did feel, uh, fall in love with running at this time. It was hard. Yeah. And I had to dig deep and I had to push myself and I had to run farther than I've ever run before, but I had this goal in mind. I was going to run 6.2 miles without stopping. So I was training for this little fun little 10 K and I did it. I finished it. And in that process, I be, I became more, and it really was a jumping off place for me because training for this 10K taught me that I could do hard things. And I wanted to see what else I was capable of. So a couple of years later, I decided I was going to run a marathon. And I started training for the Flying Pig Marathon, which uh, is our local marathon. It's a great race. Super fun, by the way. Hard, hilly, but fun. So I was training for the uh, 2006 Flying Pig. And I trained on my own. I you know, downloaded some sort of a training plan from the internet. And I got to tell you, that was very challenging <laughs> to do all the training for a marathon on my own. I really had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I was reading everything I could. And my, my longest run for that uh, marathon, the longest run I was able to do was only 16 miles because during the process I was overtraining 
And I ended up getting injured and I had like stress fractures in my tibias. And uh, the doctor was like, you can't run. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm still going to run. I took a couple of weeks off, but uh, I never got to the 18, 20 mile runs because I had this injury and I had to take some time off. Anyway, uh, I really wanted to to do this thing. Like I had, I had trained for it and there was like nothing was going to stop me from, from finishing this race. Okay. I loved the training though. I loved being out there and I was by myself. I loved being out there by myself running. Again, I was like falling in love, deeply in love with running. And then the day came for the marathon. I was super nervous and I just remember during the race, like during the run, I was, you know, going through all these neighborhoods around Cincinnati. And I just remember like everybody like being so happy and cheerful and cheering us on. And it just felt so amazing. And then crossing that finish line was like one of the most amazing transformational moments of my life. I cannot describe the feelings of elation and joy and accomplishment when I crossed the finish line of my first marathon. In that moment, I knew immediately that I wanted to do this all the time. Like I was going to run this marathon every year. And that's what I set out to do. And I did. And I became a marathon runner. You know, this became part of who I was. And, you know, I just kept falling deeper in love with running. It became, you know, part of my identity. I eventually did something very smart, which is I joined a running group, a local running group, which changed everything for me because now I had people to hold me accountable. You know, I had this group that was going to show up a couple of times a week and meet and run. We would do hill work, speed work, interval training. We would do these long runs on the weekends and I needed to show up. So I had this accountability. I made friends in the group. In fact, some of the people that I uh, was in this group with have become my lifelong best friends. You know, I was inspired by watching other people do hard things. It wanted me to do more. It wanted, it, it encouraged me to see other people doing these big epic ultra runs and other things. And I, um, or running faster and I wanted to become faster. I wanted to run with the faster people. You know, I had these goals of like PRing every single race. I wanted to always, you know, improve my time every single race. So I started pushing myself faster and pushing myself to go farther. I started doing triathlons. I, then I did an Ironman. I started doing ultra marathons and then did like a 50 miler and a hundred miler. And this went on for years. At some point, running started to become less of a love and more stressful. I was always competing with myself and with other people. I was always comparing myself to other people or maybe to who I used to be. I was always trying to push myself to go faster or further and I started to kind of get burned out by the whole thing. I started to have some nagging injuries and uh, I was putting my body under a lot of stress all of the time. And I fell into this kind of pattern of chronic cardio, which I've talked about before, which is where we run hard enough to uh, be over our aerobic threshold. So we get into that 
a place where we start to stress out our body, but not super hard, like where we're sprinting. And so it's this kind of no man's land of like, you know, it's, it's too hard to do for a long period of time, but it's not hard enough, uh, to do for, um, uh, to make it easy. In other words, like it's just, you're in this like stressful state of running and called chronic cardio where you just are putting a lot of stress on your body. And I was putting myself under a lot of stress. I felt like I had to run, like running was something I had to do. And all this time I was using running as a way to help me lose weight or maintain my weight at least. And I was eating a plant-based diet. I was running a lot and I was always afraid to ever ease up on the running because I'd gained the weight. And I saw this happen every single year. After every fall marathon I did, I would scale back on the mileage for a few months, you know, uh, like we do, kind of the off season, so to speak, right? But I would always like gain five or 10 pounds. And this isn't just me, a lot of people have the same experience. And then once the next spring marathon training season started in the sometime in January or whatever, I would start to lose some of the weight, but not all of it. And, and so this was a cycle for me, you know, year after year, I would eventually find myself, um, gaining weight, not being able to lose all of it until I was like 40 pounds overweight and running was no longer working to help me lose the weight or maintain my weight. I couldn't run enough to lose the weight that I was gaining. I was trying though. I was desperately trying. But here's the thing, you can't outrun a bad diet. I say this all the time. And just know that you are not alone. I hear every single day, I hear from people who share this same kind of story. They run all the time and they can't lose weight. Or they started running and they started gaining weight. And if you're listening to this right now and you're kind of nodding your head, then just know that you are not alone. You are one of the millions of people who have tried and tried unsuccessfully to use running as a way to just lose weight or maintain your weight. And it kind of works for a little while until it doesn't. And here's why. I'm gonna explain kind of what's going on here. There are many, many reasons why running is not a very effective way to lose weight. I'm just gonna share a couple with you here. Number one, when you run, your appetite increases. You know, your body's always trying to maintain homeostasis, maintain kind of neutral. And when you run and, and you burn off uh, a lot of calories and stuff like that, your body's like, hey, we need to replace those calories. So it increases your appetite. And you, a lot of times you end up eating more to compensate for the calories that you have, you know, lost during running. And a lot of people overcompensate, right? They overeat in that situation. Also, know that running does burn some calories, but not as many as you think. And when you do use running as a way to burn calories, the progress is slow and it's kind of minimal. And there's something very interesting going on here. Um, and there was this study that they did from 1982 to 1997. So a long study is a very well-controlled metabolic ward study. Actually, there was four different studies done during this time, and they all sort of had the same conclusions. The studies showed significant reductions in resting metabolic rate 
after subjects exercised for several weeks at a time. So when people who want to lose weight, who maybe are a little bit overweight, when these people do more than an hour of endurance exercise daily, their resting metabolism actually declines on an average between five and 15%. This is crazy, right? Again, your body is always trying to maintain homeostasis. So when you burn a lot more calories every day consistently, your body is going to slow your metabolism the way, you know, the rate at which you burn calories. It's going to slow your metabolism so you don't waste away to nothing and die. So to think that you're just going to keep running and everything else is going to work exactly the same, like every time you... Uh, you know, eat 500 calories and you go run five miles, you're burning 500 calories exactly. It just doesn't work that way. And especially with uh, the resting metabolic rate going down when you exercise more. Um, so that's, that's kind of another issue why it's very difficult to use running alone as a way to lose weight. Another reason is that runners... Runners are notorious carb addicts, right? Runners are known for um, eating a lot of carbohydrates, right? And we know that when we eat a lot of carbohydrates, our body's in a fat storage mode. Our, you know, our insulin gets high and we just cannot let go of the fat. We can't burn the fat when we're eating a lot of carbohydrates. We burn the sugar very effectively, and that's great, you know, uh, but you're not getting to burn the fat. We're not putting our body into fat burning mode. We're staying in fat storage mode when we keep eating the massive amounts of carbohydrates. Another thing to consider here is that running is only treating a symptom. You know, you're trying to burn off excess body fat that's stored on your body uh, by, you know, exercising more. And we're not really treating the underlying, the underlying causes of weight gain. So what is causing the weight gain in the first place? A lot of it has to do with hormonal issues, carbohydrate addiction. Uh, there's mental issues. There's emotional things going on. There's issues with overeating. And when you look at all of this, when you look at all these things I just mentioned, you can see why. Running alone is just not a very effective way to lose weight. It just isn't. Now, I have people that will argue with me about this all the time. They will challenge me and tell me I'm wrong and tell me how by just running, they were able to lose all this weight. And they say it's all about calories in versus calories out. And if that works for you and, and you've had some good luck with just like that, whatever, th that's totally awesome. Seriously, nice work. If you can just cut calories or you know, keep eating all these carbs and, and run more and it helps you to maintain your weight or lose weight, then more power to you, keep it up. But for the majority of us, running alone does not work to lose weight, period. I have tried this for years and I can tell you with 100% conviction that this does not work. And I talk to people literally every single day who say, yeah, Patrick, I totally get where you're coming from. I didn't know what the problem was either until I figured it out. Okay, so that was a little tangent I went on just to explain why running is not a great way to lose weight, all right? But all of this stuff that I'm talking about here, I didn't know all this, by the way, um, and, and trying to run 
to lose weight was really stressing me out. You know, I kept running more and more and more, and I kept gaining weight. You know, my clothes were not fitting me anymore. I was getting close to that 200 pound mark again, which was, you know, something I never wanted to see again. And I was like right there. I hated how I looked in the mirror. I was beginning to hate running because running had failed me. You know, I thought running was stupid and it was hard and it was hard work, it doesn't work. It was creating all this stress and anxiety for me. And I was thinking I should just break up with running, I should just quit. What is the point, seriously? Maybe my best running days are behind me anyway, so why bother? So this was sort of a dark place I was in, you know? I was ready to break up with running. But then early in 2020, I decided that I was going to do something about my weight. And I knew that running wasn't helping. And I was running every day for a while there to try to maintain my weight, and it was not working at all. Um, I needed to change the diet, you know? I needed to figure out how to fix this weight problem. I began, uh, I began learning everything I could about running and weight loss and how it all works together. I began following all these leaders in the field of exercise physiology and sports nutrition. I started reading books, listening to the podcasts. I attended seminars. I got all this training. I got training on sports nutrition and training on weight loss. And I learned that you know weight loss is like 90% diet and 10% exercise. You know, exercise helps a little bit, but really it's like almost all diet. So I ditched the carbs, I ditched the plant-based diet, I went back to just eating real food. And the weight began melting off of me. And I started to look good again. And I started to feel good about myself again. And I started to have more energy again. And something else interesting started happening. Running was becoming easier again. And I started to actually enjoy running again. You know, I stopped trying to use running just as like a weight loss tool. And it became something different for me. I started to run regularly again. Running became a very important part of my life again. It's one of the reasons why I'm sharing all of this with you right now is because I dedicated my life at this point to helping others. I figured this out and I wanna share it with others and that's basically how I got here. You know, running was important to me. It started to become something that I needed to do for my own mental health, for my own sanity, you know? Running helped me to get through my divorce. It helped me to get through the early days of COVID, you know, through job furloughs and all kinds of other stuff. And I really began to love my alone time running. It was just me and my thoughts running through the city, running along the Ohio River, running through the parks and old historic neighborhoods here in Cincinnati. And it became this like helpful meditative time for me. It was like my time, my quality time. Sometimes I'd listen to podcasts. Sometimes I'd listen to trainings and coaching calls and things like that. I was always learning or I was getting inspired or I was getting motivated. 
And sometimes it was just me, no headphones. I was just out in nature, focusing on the rhythm of my breath and the sounds of my own feet touching the ground. I began to really fall in love with running again. And it felt a lot like it did back in 2004 when I was training for that first 10K. Same kind of uh, uh, feelings were coming up for me again. I was excited about running. I was pushing myself again. I couldn't wait to get out there, to get my heart pumping, to get the blood flowing, to get my lungs working, to start the surge of all the uh, adrenaline and the endorphins and the dopamine. For me, running is like far better than any mood-altering drug. And I know I've taken a lot of them, so I can tell you that it's better than anything else. And I love when people say this. They say, running is my therapy. I love this idea, right? Just like therapy, running helps you to feel good about yourself. It helps you to build self-confidence and self-esteem. You know, running helps us to improve our sense of self, our self-awareness. Running helps us to then connect with others better. And just like therapy, running can help mitigate depression and anxiety. You know, running makes us feel better about ourselves. We feel happier. Running can help improve our focus and concentration so we can actually be more productive at work or at school. You know, running is just this amazing uh, stress reliever for a lot of us. So what I, when I say run because you love it, here's what I mean by that. Don't run just to try to lose weight, right? That's going to cause you all kinds of unnecessary stress, and it doesn't work very well. Don't run because, like, you feel like you have to, because then that's just, uh, it makes running feel like a chore, you know? Don't run to prove something to other people. You have nothing to prove to anybody else. All, all you have to do is prove something to yourself. What can you do? What are you capable of for yourself? Run because it feels good to run. Run because you want to become more through the process of running. Run because you love running. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever push yourself or have goals. I want you to have goals. I want you to go for that PR. Run, run as fast as you can. You know, Try to run your fastest race. Run further than you ever thought you could. If you've done a half marathon before and you're like, you know, I really want to do a marathon, do it. Set your sights high. Aim for more. See what you're capable of. I want you to blow your own mind with what you can accomplish. Just do it in a way that serves you. Do it in a way that feels good to you. Love the process. Love running throughout all of it. Because if you find running is beginning to stress you out and it's causing you all sorts of unnecessary anxiety, I'd encourage you to just take a good look inside. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Answer that question. That's a good question. Why do you run? And if you do find yourself uh, getting a little stressed out about running, there's some things you can do. You can leave your watch at home and just head out and run. Untethered. No phone, no watch. Just go. Run. Run free. <laughs> run through the woods. Instead of running on the sidewalks, go find a trail. Oh my gosh, that is like my happy place to be running on trails alone in the woods. I love it. Maybe don't take any... Um, 
earbuds with you. Just focus on your breathing and the sound of your feet hitting the ground. Or if you're the kind of person that usually doesn't use music or whatever, maybe bring some earbuds, listen to music, listen to a podcast, learn something, listen to something that makes you laugh or maybe get lost in a story. I do this all the time. I listen to podcasts, I listen to stories and sometimes I just get lost in this story and it just feels so magical. I kind of forget that I'm even running. Not really, but kind of. (laughs) But maybe use that time out there alone while you're running, it's just you and your thoughts. And you, you could use it as a time to be thankful, to give thanks for everything that you have in your life. You know, be thankful for the, the sounds of the birds and the trees and the, and the fact that you have a sidewalk to run on or maybe a, a dirt path beneath your feet. Be thankful for your health and for the people in your life. Maybe use this time to meditate or pray Whatever you choose to do, however you choose to love running, I want you to choose to love running. That, that's my encouragement for you this week is to fall in love with running. You can still crush your goals. You can still um, go for that PR. You can love running and PR your next marathon. You can love running and crush that goal. You can love running and push yourself faster or further than you've ever run before. You know, running can still be uncomfortable. It can be hard, but you can still love it. I want to encourage you to fall in love with running again. Run because you love it. Because running is where you truly find yourself. It's in the running that you become more. I will be diving into the other principles of the Running Lean Manifesto in the upcoming episodes. And you can go back to the episode I did called Eat Real Food. And that's where we start um, talking about these principles. And I think these principles are so powerful and so important. And, And I hope you're getting something out of this. I really, truly do. And then be sure to join me this Sunday, November the 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern time for a little event I'm doing in the Running Lean community on Facebook. I'm sharing it all with you guys. I got something big, big to share with you. Cool? Just search for Running Lean community on Facebook. We will see you there on Sunday the 1st at 4 p.m. That is all I have for you today, my friends. Lots and lots of love to each and every one of you. Keep on running lean, and I'll talk to you soon. If you've tried to lose weight by running miles and miles or starving yourself and you've had zero results, you are not alone. This model of weight loss is broken. It's never worked and it has to be replaced. That's why I created a powerful new training just for you called How to Become a Lean Running Machine. You'll discover why running more and eating less does not work for weight loss. And you'll learn the three secrets to losing weight and keeping it off for good. To get this free training right now, just go to runningleanpodcast.com slash lean and learn how you can become a lean running machine.